so glad to see you. Well, I don't, I'm not, I don't see you this morning, but I know you're out there, and I know you're worshiping with us, and I'm so happy to be worshiping with you today in our celebration worship service. Uh, I've got a couple of announcements that I want to share with you today, some great things going on. One is, today we're starting a brand new sermon series called Reset. And Pastor Andy is going to be bringing the message in just a little bit. He's going to be talking about resetting our priorities. And then next week, I'm going to be talking about the reset of forgiveness. So, look, call some friends. Tell them to join you. Have a watch party. And let's think about some things that we need to reset for the fall. Uh, today is Communion Sunday, but we're doing communion just a little bit different because of the way that we're doing worship. We are having drive-through communion today from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. And it's going to be at our portico. And Pastor Andy and I, and I think my wife Tammy is going to help. But we're going to all, we're going to have our gloves on and our masks on. We're going to give individual cups. You drive through, we'll be able to serve you. And it'll be special and fun. So join us for drive-through communion from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. today. I want to tell you about something that we're doing in August that our missions team is involved in and that you can help with. Our missions team influence, uh, uh, our missions team emphasis in August is going to be Stripland School, our adopted school. And it is time for school to start again, as you know, and it's very, very difficult to start with the pandemic going on. So we're, we're going to try to help out. Our students are going to be starting virtual school, of course, but the teachers are going to be meeting together, and they have made some requests for whenever the students do get back. They're going to need a lot of hand sanitizer, um, refill bottles for hand sanitizer, uh, hand soap, pump hand soap, disinfectant wipes, these kinds of things. If you can do that, if you, when you're out shopping, if you can grab some hand sanitizer and disinfectant wipes and those kind of things, if you can grab some of those, the next three Thursdays in a row, on August the 6th, August the 13th, and August the 20th, from 11 to 1, we're going to have drop-off tubs outside of the Chestnut Street entrance. And you can come and you can drop your items in those tubs and then we're going, to, uh, uh, we're going to bless Stripland School with as much of that stuff as we can just to help them out because we love them and we adopted that school. So if you can help us out, we're, we're going to try to still be active in mission and so still be connected to our community the best we can. Uh, let's pray and then we'll start worship together. Heavenly Father, thank you for blessing us with another Sunday and a chance to worship you we pray that wherever we are, with whomever we are, that we are lifting our hearts to you and worshiping you in spirit and in truth today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Restless heart 
say sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some. Right now, right now I'm losing. Stood on the stage night after night, reminding the broken it'll be all right. Right now, right now, I just can't. It's easy to sing, there's nothing to bring. What will I say when I'm held to the flame like I am right now?
Aren't you so thankful for this awesome praise band we here, have here at the church? They're amazing, aren't they? And I hope you like our new sound here at the church. Uh, I, I'm sure you've noticed an improvement in our sound, so give it up for our sound, our sound team. They're amazing. They're amazing. Um, if you would like to give tithes and offerings, you can do that on the uh, church website, or you can always mail those in. If you have a prayer concern right now, would you write that in the comments? If you know a teacher who's going to be going back to work really soon, write their name. We want to be praying for them. Also, we want to be praying for parents. Uh, if you know a student, whether they're going to college uh, or elementary school, uh, middle school, high school, doesn't matter, write their name. We want to be praying for them as well. And then all your friends who are uh, essential workers, let's pray for them. Write their name in the comments. We want to be praying for them. Let's go to the Lord in prayer right now. Loving God, right now we lift up... Um, our friends who are teachers, we lift them up. We pray that you will give them uh, peace. We pray that you will give them wisdom, um, direction, as some of the what they're going to be doing just isn't quite known yet. So we pray that you will just um, give them peace and comfort and wisdom. And we pray for the students uh, that are going back that uh, might be nervous or might be doing virtual uh, school for the first time. Give them grace. And we pray for the parents. And everyone in Gadsden in the, uh, that are essential workers, God, we lift them up. We know they're tired. We know they're working so hard. We, so we pray that you will give them uh, strength and rest. Um, we just pray for our community, God. We pray that we will make uh, good decisions as a community. We pray that we will love one another. And we pray that as a church that we will be the hands and feet of Jesus during this time. Uh, we ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen.
Good morning, everybody. So we are so glad that you are here to worship with us this morning. I have a, a bit of a mask incident up here. Hang on one second. It's hard to wear a mask with glasses and a microphone, so sorry about that. But good morning. We are so glad that you are here to worship with us. Uh, I wanted to start off by reading Ephesians 5, uh, 15 through 20 from the Common English Bible. This is what it says. Be filled with the Spirit. So be careful to live your life wisely, not foolishly. Take advantage of every opportunity because these are evil times. Because of this, don't be ignorant, but understand the Lord's will. Don't get drunk on wine, which produces depravity. Instead, be filled with the Spirit in the following ways. Speak to each other with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Sing and make music to the Lord in your hearts. Always give thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So uh, we are starting today by talking about resetting our, our priorities. Uh, and I've had all week to think about this scripture here mixed with uh, how the pandemic plays into that because it's kind of affecting everything right now, right? Uh, and then resetting priorities. So when I thought about all this, I wanted to talk about three different things this morning. One is that God is our first priority, right? Number two, asking God for wisdom on how to deal with all of this right now. And three, carpe diem, seize the day. Um, so for the month of August, we're going to be in a sermon series called Reset. So with school starting back, some things getting back to some kind of normal, I've been challenged with resetting priorities. And it's good for us to once in a while reevaluate what's really important in our lives. So this month, we will be resetting forgiveness, self-care, which I totally need to reset, and attitude, uh, resetting our attitude, and resetting our expectations. But today, again, we're focusing on our priorities. Have your priorities shifted due to COVID-19? Because everything seems to have shifted. Surely some of our priorities have. And have you been putting God first uh, during this time? There's actually a Christian club at the high school called First Priority. We're reminded constantly to put God as our first priority. But sometimes we let other things take that spot. If I'm honest, during the past five months, sometimes fear of the unknown, sometimes boredom have taken that number one spot. They've taken that most important spot in my life. You could say, well, I didn't necessarily make it a priority, but it crept in to being that thing that was my time filler, that thing that sucked my energy out, uh, sometimes with fear of the unknown or something like that instead of God. So have your priorities shifted? What's maybe at times taken the place of God lately? Has meeting in person maybe or, or maybe missing some of your small groups, has that affected your priorities or putting God number one? Uh, a scripture that I've been reminded of this past week is Matthew 6, 33, and it says this, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Now that scripture has been in my mind, but it hasn't really been myself reading the scripture in my mind. I've been hearing Benny McNair play that song on the organ in my head. <laughs> so when you hear that scripture, sometimes you hear it as a song because we sing it as a hymn. And maybe there's other worship songs that you think of that remind you that God is our most important priority. Another scripture about keeping God number one as we talk about priorities is Matthew 22:37, And it says this, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, all your strength, 
and love your neighbor as yourself. And you know this scripture. It talks about giving God your all. So we have homework this week. We have three sections of homework. And I know you're saying, how can we have homework from church? But listen, we all have tons of extra time on our hands. (laughs) I know you do. Um, So homework assignment number one is this week, put something in your life that's going to help you to, to remind you to put God number one. And for me, all week it's been that song, Seek Ye First the Kingdom of God. Like I said, it's been Benny playing that song in my head all week long. So I'm going to hold up a hymnal to remind you to maybe put a song or a scripture, something in your mind that you'll think about throughout the week that reminds you to put God number one. And it might be a different song, it might be a different hymn, it might be Carrie Underwood, Jesus Take the Wheel. I don't know what it is, but for me it's been Seek Ye First the Kingdom of God. Um, so, and, and here's another thing. So, so God number one, and now we're going to talk about wisdom, right? Now we're going to talk about wisdom. Uh, so I don't know about you, but ever since the pandemic hit, we could say we have this. This is our scroll of everything we've got to shuffle in our lives, right? If you're a parent, you've had to figure out different things to do with your kid with school. Um, what do we do about our job? Maybe our hours have changed or the way we're doing some things have changed, Everything. Maybe that vacation you had to cancel. So many things have changed, right? So that's our scroll, our to-do list that everything's having to get shuffled around. And we know our family's really important. We know our job's important. But then we have things like, when do I cut the lawn? When do we do that? Everything's shifted, right? So we need help with wisdom, don't we? Especially during this time. And when Paul wrote this opening scripture that I read, when Paul wrote this, I don't think there was a pandemic going on, but it's so relevant for all of us today. Because here's what it said. I'm just going to read that short part of the scripture that we opened with. In uh, verse 15, Ephesians 5, 15, it said, So be careful to live your life wisely, not foolishly. How can I make uh, wise decisions in such a confusing time? Let us be challenged this Sunday to get wisdom, to get our priorities, all of our other priorities after having God number one, wisdom to get everything else in the right order because COVID shifted so many things. Um, Some of us have gone into survival mode. Others of us are just trying to shuffle everything that got canceled. Um, But how do we live wisely in a world that can be so foolish? Um, How can I be wise right now? Have you prayed for wisdom lately? I know I need to and have been. Uh, God help us with wisdom. We don't have all the answers right now. For those of us with kids, it's tons of big choices, right? There are people, there are church members that we have right now that I want you to be praying for. We have families that we know uh, that go to Gadsden City Schools and their kids are starting off virtual, right? And for some people, that's a huge challenge. Uh, We have parents maybe that are working and they're saying, does another parent, does a parent need to take off of work now to stay home with Junior? Or how do we get Junior to do their work when we're, when we're at work? And then there's people living in the county, and they have to make a choice at Etowah schools. Do we send our kids to in-person school, or do we do it virtual? Big, big choices. Big choices. And our, our, uh, our parents, our teachers, so many, so many huge choices. There's people in our church that are preparing. Do they need to be preparing for maybe a loss of income for a little while? And, and just asking God for wisdom on how to deal with all this. We think about wisdom. We think about those that work at the Gadsden City Board of Education. Some of you may like the decision they made. Some of you may hate it as far as virtual school. But pray for these people that make these really, really hard decisions. We need wisdom here in our community for us personally and for those around us. 
I know I've been praying because I need wisdom to listen, wisdom to speak when necessarily, and wisdom to put things in the right priority. So this is home. homework number one, remember, was something, maybe a song, a hymn, that reminds you all week to put God number one. But here's, here's uh, homework number two for the week. To read uh, Proverbs chapter 8. I don't know if you know this, but Proverbs chapter 8 is called Wisdom's Autobiography. What a cool title to a passage of scripture. Wisdom's Autobiography. So your, your homework too is to read that. We could all use wisdom right now. I know I need it desperately. When I think that I don't need wisdom in my life, that I've got it all together, that is when I'm going to do the dumbest things. <laughs> it happens a lot. So here are some highlights of Proverbs 8. I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's 36 verses long. So I'm just going to give you some of my favorite parts of it. But here's what it says in Wisdom's Autobiography. Doesn't wisdom cry out and understanding shout? Atop the heights along the path, at the crossroad she takes her stand. By the gate before the city, at the entrance she shouts. I cry out to you people. My voice goes out to all humanity. Take my instruction rather than silver Knowledge rather than choice gold. Wisdom is better than pearls. Nothing is more delightful than she. I have found knowledge and discretion. I hate pride and arrogance. By, by me, kings rule and princes issue righteous decrees. By me, rulers govern and officials judge righteously. I love those who love me. Those who seek me find me. My fruit is better than gold, even fine gold. My crops are better than choice silver. I walk on the way of righteousness, on the paths of justice. The Lord created me at the beginning of his way, before his deeds long in the past. I was formed in ancient times, at the beginning, before the earth was. And here's my favorite part of Proverbs 8. It says this, Now children, listen to me. Happy are those who keep my ways. Listen to instruction and be wise. Don't avoid it. Those who find me find life. They gain favor from the Lord. So again, homework one, some hymn, some song maybe that will remind you or a scripture that reminds you to put God as first priority. Number two, read the wisdom chapter in Proverbs 8. It's helped me a lot this week. Uh, and here's the last one. This is number three. Carpe diem or seize the day. I had a youth pastor friend when I lived in Florida, and he was crazy, but every time he did an event, he would always want to call it Carpe Diem, Seize the Day, because he'd want to make it the biggest, craziest event that people wouldn't forget. And I just think, it reminds me of this scripture, Ephesians 5, 16, that we read at the beginning. It says, take advantage of every opportunity, because these are evil times. So this scripture talks about taking advantage of every opportunity. How can we be used by God during such a crazy time? Uh, it's easy for me to say I'm just going to stay isolated by myself uh, so I don't get this virus. I'm just going to sit and watch TV, right? But what are some safe ways? Because we just talked about wisdom. What are some safe ways that we can serve, that we can show love, that we can be the hands and feet of Jesus even during this crazy time? What are some ways with wisdom that we can be safe and still do that? I watch a lot of sci-fi sometimes. And I've made this statement to people sometimes because I get so frustrated with 2020. And I'll say crazy things like, I wish they could freeze me, right? 
and just wake me up, like thaw me out and wake me up when it's 2021 and this is all over. But what a terrible attitude to have because God wants us to seize this moment. God has stuff for us to do right now. Um, I had one of those carpe diem moments last week, and it didn't have to do with serving others or anything like that. It was just about seizing the day, enjoying what God has for us. Uh, I was here at the church. It was Friday of last week at four o'clock. I called my daughter and I said, I'm just really tired of sitting around. And I said, let's seize the day. Let's go out. Let's have fun. We're going to go to Camp Sumatanga and go hiking, right? And you know what happened when I got to Camp Sumatanga? The parking lot was blocked off. I couldn't get in. The thought crept in my mind, we could just turn around and go sit on the couch. But that's not seizing the day, is it? That's not enjoying the blessings that God has for us. So we, we Googled on our phone. We thought, what's the closest place to here? And I know a lot of you are from Alabama, and you're going to think I'm crazy when I say this, but I thought, there's this place near here called Aniana. Let's see what it is. And you know what? It was awesome. Never would I imagine that I would go to find covered bridges. They were amazing. Uh, we went to a place called Palisades Park, and it had beautiful views and hiking trails. Then I had the best ice cream. I'm going to say it's the best ice cream in all of Alabama called Lupita's. You should go check it out. But we seized the day. It was a day where I could have just sat up, went, home, went to work, came home, sat on the couch, but instead seize the day. So I encourage you, um, find ways to serve, find ways to enjoy what God has created in nature, find ways to celebrate and show love to those that you care about. Maybe go on a date with your spouse, right? Maybe if it's, if it's just cooking dinner and pretending you're in another country in the backyard, right? Pretend you're on vacation. And here's some other ways I thought of with seize the day, to seize the moment. Have you thought maybe, ask God, what are some ways that I can serve that I can be used during a pandemic? Because remember, we talked about wisdom, so keep it safe too. Have you thought about that family next door? Maybe they're leaving their kids at home for virtual school and the parents have to go to work. Maybe you don't want to have contact with the kids because you don't want to get them sick or them get you sick or whatever, but maybe drop lunch off to them once a week on their porch, right? Contactless. Uh, Maybe, maybe give that family your, your number in case the, your kids have an emergency. Maybe go grocery shopping for someone. Or maybe those school kids, like I said, in your neighborhood, maybe make snack bags for them uh, when they're going to be at home. Maybe visit someone who is lonely, right? Maybe you have a friend, a family member who's been really nervous to get out. I'm sure they would love a visit. Maybe you could sit 10 feet apart on the porch and visit with them, show them the love of God. Carpe diem, seize the day. I know things can seem boring and frustrating right now, but how can we seize this moment, right? I've heard some crazy stories lately of people that are seizing the moment of quarantine. I've heard of people getting online degrees. <laughs> I've heard of people that weren't running starting to train for half marathons and things like that. And young people that are watching, I would encourage you, you're never going to have downtime like this ever again. Practice that band instrument. Practice your basketball skills. Don't waste this time. Seize the moment. Seize the moment. Learn a new skill. Learn a new trait. Learn how to cook. Um, you only have a little bit of summer left, young people. Don't waste it sitting on the couch. I know you have to be safe. I know you have to social distance, whatever you've got to do. But go out and seize the day. Seize the moment. Have a great time. So here's homework number three. I have a really cool prop for this one. This is my favorite prop that I have. All right, so... Remember what we have? 
Something that reminds you to keep God priority number one, mine is seek ye first the kingdom of God, that song. Proverbs 8, the wisdom chapter. And carpe diem, seize the moment. Uh, allow God to use you in amazing ways. Go enjoy God's wonderful nature. This virus has had me depressed. It's had me bummed out. It's had me just wanting to sit on the couch. It's not what God wants us to do right now. Seize the moment. Enjoy life. Don't let the virus steal your joy. Don't let quarantine steal your joy. Seize the moment. Go hike. Go do something crazy. And if you can't remember to seize the day or what this last homework assignment was, just imagine the whole praise team, right? Imagine every one of them leaving here and filling up a pool in their backyard and surfing in it, okay? Seize the day. Seize the moment. Let us, let's pray. Loving God, I pray for all of us. I pray that you will help us to keep you in that first priority, that number one spot. Uh, we pray for each one of us to have wisdom uh, for the big, huge decisions we have to make right now. Wisdom to keep our family safe, wisdom to put our priorities in order. And God, we also pray that every one of us will seize the moment, seize the day, that we will find time to enjoy the beautiful world you've created, that we'll find time to uh, radically serve and show lo the love of Christ to those around us. Uh, and we thank you for all of this. In Jesus' name, amen. start on the outside the outside looking in this is where grace begins we were hungry we were thirsty with nothing left to give for the shape that we were in just when all hope seemed Sin and shame you brought with you. 
We wanted to remind everyone that we would love to see you from five to seven. Come stop by for drive-through communion. We would love to serve you. Uh, but also, as we leave here, uh, may we go putting God as our first priority. May we seek the wisdom of God. And may we, carpe diem, seize the day. Let us serve radically. May we love our family and our neighbors radically. Uh, go in peace. We love all of you. <laughs>